So, I was at a establishment uh, about a few days ago, and this guy had a t-shirt that really caught my eye. On the back of it, it said, Next Level Morning. M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. Meaning, like, he's better at mourning sad events or people that have died better than anyone else. And I'm like, what kind of fucking ego do you have that you think you could wear a fucking t-shirt that says next level mourning? Like, look at me. I mourn my mom's death better than you. And I was like, well, I hope that's something you only have to do one time. Um, that was like to have a mother and a stepmother you have to mourn. Because if you're really good at mourning, that means you've dealt with a lot of fuckery in your life. And that is not something I'm trying to deal with. But uh, I guess that's why he chose the chicken and waffles ice cream. Because it has 0% chicken in it. And this boy was a chicken in the run. (laughs) I'm a fool. This is episode 205 or 206. I don't even fucking know. For obvious reasons. Of the Often Be Podcast. With Clint Nelson. I'm your host. Clint Nelson. Don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe. Hit the notification bell. Most important ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget to suck some titties. Ah, uh, yeah. But yeah. Um, shit. I was not even thinking of that. Honestly, like. I had... Fuck. I suck my nips. Oh, yeah. So, I've been having this thought process about TV shows that we have on cable slash these streaming services. And how they are some of the most corny fucking shit I've ever seen in my life. Let's just say it's a flash from the past. Um, <laughs> basically, any show on the CW... Is one of the most corny mother... It's the same shit every fucking episode. And here's the thing. I actually don't watch any of these shows. But I catch enough glimpses where it's always these overdramatic like... Man, like... You know, if she finds out about this, she's never gonna look at me the same. It's like, you're the fucking Flash. Who gives a fuck what she thinks about you? You're the fucking Flash. Like, if I'm the Flash, I'm being like... Bitch... What are you going to do? Out me of my questionable sexuality? Because, you know, that's a fair assumption. Um, (laughs) Because it's a flash from the past when I'm getting it from the stash of the back. Um, And boy, my dopamine systems are about to crash after I'm done. Um, (laughs) But no, like the CW has a show like Arkham Asylum, which is basically a weak-ass Batman show. Uh, The Flash... We got like, I think, the, no, The Walking Dead was on AMC. But yeah, all these CW shows where they, these cheap C-level shows, it's always these overdramatic, unnecessary situations. Like 12 minutes into every show, the love interest of the main character, who the love interest, they never actually admit that they are love of each other, but you could tell that she actually likes the motherfucker. It's like, he's a fucking superhero. It's okay to be like, hey, it's kind of sexy what you do saving people at night. But he's got to be like, oh, really? It's really sexy that I, like, beat up four people? It's like, yeah, it fucking is. And uh, this dude's got to be all... Or, like, Green Arrow. Like, Green Arrow, I like that show, too. But it's all the same shit. It's always this overdramatic music and be like, oh, Jesus, I went in the past and, like... This girl's pretending to die in this time traveling thing, but then she kind of dies, but in real life she's not, and then somehow I automatically revive her, even though I'm not a paramedic of any type. But you know what? It's cool. Um, It's all this unnecessary, dramatic, dramatic music about, like, oh my God, like, oh, I was beat up by my dad when I was eight years old, and I'm just like, Weren't we all? Um, <laughs> look at me normalizing child abuse. Um, nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with child abuse. If they turn out alright. Um, <laughs> but that's the thing. That, that's the thing about like child abuse or physical abuse. It's only a problem. 
if the people turned out to not be and use it in the right avenue. And that's the thing. Like, I'm not a fan of smacking someone. I'm not a fan of just beating up someone. But if it makes them a better person eight years from now, and they're like, you know what? That thing really deterred my life and realized I'm not the baddest motherfucker here. If that really made someone be like, you know what? I really need to actually improve my physicality to actually be imposing to some other people. Then you know what? By all means. Um, (laughs) Oh, Bill. Yeah, I've been on a tear with the Bill Clinton. I'm going to do a whole episode on doing a Bill Clinton impression. It's actually not a very hard impression. It's just all about, baby, every time I pee, the asparagus smells like your poon poon. Um, <laughs> I swear to God, the littlest amount of asparagus. I swear to God, like, I peed at the gym earlier. And I swear, I cut, like, maybe, like, there was, like, nine little cubes of asparagus in my leftover food. I ate that before the gym, and you would have thought the bathroom smell like I peed cyanide out of a Wuhan lab. Like, it is the most atrocious thing. Like, it smelled worse than shit. Like, and I know asparagus has a nice odor. But, you know, I don't need no kitty litter. Because, you know, the kitty litter's on this dick. Um, <laughs> I'm a fool. Fresh scoop, baby. Alright. That's why I get pure whey protein. Um, <laughs> oh, but I'm way out of line. But, yeah, no. Um, shit, what was I talking? Oh, yeah, Bill. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, like, Bill Clinton gets a bad rap, right? He is someone that, um, gets a lot of shit for doing anything that a man in his position would get. And I'm not justifying a man fucking his intern. What I am saying is, she sure over the past 15 years has tried to capitalize on by writing books and making appearances about her quote-unquote traumatic experience blowing the fucking president of the United States when she wasn't even with anyone at the time. It's like, you know, for something so traumatic, you sure like talking about it. I don't know. I know that may sound victim-blaming or traumatic, but all I'm saying is that Seems like she had a good time, too. Um, but, yeah. No, Bill is one of these people that I feel like is one of the most likable presidents. I feel like he's one of the most... If we could recreate, like, the perfect, relatable, likable president and not actually give a fuck if they did the right things and stuff, I feel like Bill Clinton would actually be the best. You know, he has that nice, like, laid back. He has a nice, like mad tv type of feel where it feels like you're watching a sketch show when he's doing a press conference but you still actually like oh this guy kind of knows what he's talking about but his accent and everything makes everything at least a little bit interesting but like, yeah we did a deal with the with the cubans and uh you know their wife came up to me and said hey you should probably not shoot missiles at us and i'm like but you know Pork is kind of low in our country. So, boom. You shoot a couple missiles and that's a bay of pigs. Um, <laughs> uh, so, you have to catch the last one to that. <laughs> but, baby, come here. Um, but, yeah, no. Like, Bill Clinton is one of the only things in the history of this world. Where we have normalized that, like, kind of him... Getting blowjob from an intern is kind of like this cool, fun thing to joke about. And I think the most fascinating aspect is that it happened at the highest courts. Well, not the courts. But it happened at the highest type of, you would think, highly secured place in the world. The fucking White House. And somehow this woman was able to sneak in that oval office and give him some oval dome. Um <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Um, but, you know, people don't talk about, and I was actually talking about this with a person at work, how I've never understood the hype of Marilyn Monroe. Like, I mean, I get it. Like, you know, the 40s and 50s, the standards were very low, and everything was black and white, and boy, was she white. Um, 
she wore some black outfit, you know, for compare and contrast. Um, cause her body looked like a Venn diagram. All right. Um, <laughs> look at me body shaming. Should have went to Dunkin' Donuts earlier. That was real body shaming. Um, <laughs> but no, um, a little pooch for the hooch. Imama. Um, <laughs> uh, no one would impregnate her. Don't worry. But anyways, any Um, <laughs> but no, like Marilyn Monroe, I keep one to say Marilyn Manson. Because, you know, this is my, uh, what is this shit? What the fuck is it called? Not Wildest Dreams. That's a Taylor Swift song. He has something called, uh, not Santanic Dream. I don't know. Some with Dreams. Where he basically made the most money covering a song. Which actually brings a better point of emphasis. Like, how does an artist actually, their biggest song, actually be a song they never wrote and was actually produced and created in, like, the 90s? And they made it famous in the mid 2015 to 20 years later, or whatever the fuck. And somehow, like, how does that distribution of profiting work? Because obviously, it's not their song. How much percentage of that song goes to the actual person that wrote it and them? How does that process work? And be like, hey, my number one hit that's gonna make me famous is gonna be a song I have nothing to do with, and I'm just gonna change some instrumentals and be like, hey, it's mine, baby. Um, I don't know. But, anyways, but yeah, no, Marilyn Monroe, I've never understood it. Um, I guess because she was the first, like, open prostitute of her time. Um, she wasn't literally a prostitute, but, you know, looking like that, you have to be giving something up. Um, she was just so dry to look at. Um, it kind of looked like if you were looking at some, if you've ever been to Starbucks, and you've ever seen, like, the white chocolate Frappuccinos, and then they put some chocolate chips on it. That was Marilyn Monroe. And JFK, um, I guess it's tied into the present. Like JFK was actually head of the curve of doing some atrocities with women when she when he was married. He actually was the one to be like, hey, like, yeah, I like the, I like to get to it. And uh, sorry, Jackie, but Jackie like that '70s show, even though ironically, Jackie married Kelso. So I guess really JFK is the Kelso of that 70s show. And then Jackie is actually Jackie Kennedy with JFK. Well, that's the 70s, baby. Um, <laughs> even though technically happened in 68. Um, year my dad was born. And he had an obsession with Marilyn Monroe. And I've never understood why until I realized, like, over the years, we had these, like, murals. We had these type of, not paintings, but these print out posters in the living room. Marilyn Monroe of doing the whole, like, oh, my God, my dress is coming up even though I'm under a vent to make it come up. Um, She was ahead of being a hoe, actually, when you think about it. Um, She was ahead of the IG models. Like, you girls need to step it up. At least she was kind of pretending not to give a fuck. Um, Elite, well, no, she was pretending to give a fuck, like, oh, no. And then you girls are, like, full cheeks at the pool. Um, <laughs> and then you shit in the pool, and it's a stool. All right. All right. But anyways. Um, <laughs> but no. Like, Marilyn Monroe is one of the most overrated sex influencers of the history of mankind. And it's not the shame a woman for being sexy before her time. Um, but if we were to rate her on a scale of today, like, she'd be working at Wendy's. Like, and I'm not shitting at Wendy's. Like, you know, I love me a good redhead. Uh, that sounded weird. My sister's a redhead. What I mean is I love a genuine person who has a job, who enjoys her work. But, like, we would treat her on the same scale as someone that works at Wendy's. Not that I treat people different, but I understand how the world works. Hey, uh, give me a double double Dave. (laughs) Because, boy, I bet she'd be doubling down on anyone named Dave if he gets her a promotion. All right. (laughs) Uh, Jesus. But, yeah. No, I think Marilyn Monroe is just, like, she's, she's super pale. Like, and I'm not someone to shit on someone's 
light skin complexion. Because as a man myself, I appreciate the fight to keep on fighting, you know. But, god damn. She is, like... I just don't get it. Like, I understand standards were so low back then. For beauty. But, god damn. Like, she is just such blandness. And, like... She would be like if you cook a breast chicken and you put some Cajun seasoning and be like, whoa, hey, am I, did I go around the world in 80 days? Because that's what it feels like with this lady. Like, that's what it feels like the standard is with her. It's like, you put a little Himalayan salt and next thing you know, you're like climbing up the Himalayan mountains. You're like, what the fuck did I get into? And you're like, oh, this is a steep mountain to climb. Um, I'm not in the business of saying a woman is not attractive. I am not a person that is comfortable saying when a woman is not that attractive. All I'm saying is I don't get someone being on Playboy. Well, I guess when you show your tits, everyone's all in. But I don't get that someone being like the number one star. And when I was talking to someone I were, I was like, didn't she like die from kind of a young age from like overdose and stuff? And he's like, I'm not sure. It's like if I don't even if I don't even remember how you died, or what age you died, were you really even that damn attractive? I'm sounding like a pretentious household now. But the point is, is that like, you know, she was an alien. She was a lizard person, anyways, probably, and that's why her skin was so pale. Because I think when you're because like vampires. When your skin is so pale, it's because you consume human blood. And she probably may have consumed the JFK, the Kennedy family affiliation. Where, you know, um, a lot of people were grandly assassinated. I'm not a conspiracy guy, but what I am saying is, it's pretty well known that JFK was not assassinated just out of coincidence. Like, yeah, preach. I feel like I'm at church right now. Mm-hmm. You dare my Jesus gonna give me a car. Um, <laughs> give me that Mitsubishi. Um, <laughs> I need reliable transportation for my stepchild. Um, <laughs> but uh, I feel like one of those like uh, mega church preachers. It's like, Jesus may not get you today. But he will get you eight years from now when it's too late. Um, <laughs> credit card debt is ba- banging on your door right now. Student loan forgiveness has been denied. But you know what has not been denied? Your faith in Jesus. You're damn right. Um, it's like, great. All these things you were preaching over the past 40 minutes, Joel Olstein, absolutely helps me nothing with my situation. So tell Jesus, unless student debt is at least 20 to 30% forgiven, if at least certain things are going to be marked down so I can actually provide something financially for people that I'm legally obligated financially provided for, that none of this shit you're saying about faith, actually, I have faith in. But you know, no one wants to talk about that. There's a practicality in what you believe in. And I believe Jesus wants us to impregnate as many women as possible. Um, not literally. I just like saying shit that don't matter. That don't matter. Because I've been watching a lot of fitness YouTube. And as a man who's could probably be a better fitness influencer than a lot of these fitness influencers. Um, I find it funny when I come across these channels that want to talk about faith, belief, and Love your wife, love your life, and next thing you know, you'll have no strife. And I'm like, have you ever actually, you know, had to actually deal with that? Um, and they're just like, no, but when I was 15, I thought about committing suicide. And I'm just like, stop being a bitch. Um, <laughs> damn. Preach. Um, no one says preach when you say that, though. Stop being a bitch. Everyone's like, <gasps> But when you say, you know what, your mom was an alcoholic, and then they're like, you know what, you're right. I had a, my parents had a messy divorce. It's like, so what? 
um, oh man, she, there was a little bit of misconstrued. Like I didn't know how to, you know, communicate with my parents. I was stressing me out, and they're like, uh, "Your lacrosse equipment costs two thousand five hundred dollars this year." That's what stressed us out. How do we talk about that? Um, but yeah, no one wants to talk about that. If I was a parent, I would actually teach my kids that anyone that walks outside of a Kroger with a Jehovah's Witness card, this would be like, hey, have you? if you need to know anything about the Bible, email me. And their name is Juju. Um, <laughs> that's the thing, man. You can't do nothing. You will get got by these JWs. Um, that's what I've already initialed these motherfuckers. <laughs> well, I mean, they have a fucking website called GW.org. They have an organization. That means they paid for that shit. And the government approved it, by the way. Mm-hmm. GoDaddy.com, baby. Um, but that's the thing. Like, you can't even walk outside of a grocery store and you think a random stranger is coming up to you to be like, hey, you know, I hope you... You know, I hope everything goes well for you. Like, man, you know, you look like you do well for you. Man, you're a nice-looking young man. Like, that's what you expect to hear from 60- to 70-year-old woman when you are a young stud like me. But, you know, you know what you get? It don't One thing that appreciates across all ages and you are prone to. I don't care if you make $8 a month. I don't care if you make $80,000 a month. Jehovah's Witnesses are coming after you. You will get God. Um, I don't care if you just got the greatest deals. Like, I would have rather spent $300 at the grocery store for five items than to have to deal with the Jehovah's Witness when I walked out of it. Because dealing with the Jehovah's Witness is like uh, dealing with the third cousin after you find out they impregnated your father. Um, It is a combination of like, oh, damn, the inevitable has happened. And also, is a thing of like, man, what do you actually believe in? Why do you need to be a witness of something? Because here's my thing about these belief systems and religion. If you believed in it so much, wouldn't you trust the word, the passage, the teachings? To actually stand the test of time and not you who have no contribution to the fucking actual book, to the actual teaching, wouldn't you actually just rely on that to stand the test of time and not convince people that it's worth the shit? Here's my thing about all these religions, and this is a universal thing. Why do people feel so strong spreading something that they had no original contribution of creating? Hmm. Mm. Speak to the back, brother. Um, <laughs> and that's my thing. Like, why is someone able to profit off of something they have no contribution to? If someone were to write a book about, I don't know, um, how to make... I don't even know any, but if someone were to write a specific book about a specific task of how to do something, and then I were to package it, make a YouTube series, or even write another book, or just make a audio version of regurgitating that shit with such tenacity and such bullshittery that these preachers and these people in confidence have and they have something something they had no original contribution in you know what we would call that we would call that thievery we we would call you a thief we would say you are someone who is plagiarizing we would say oh and if you make fucking money off of it like all these people what did you do to actually create that type of income for yourself. You are literally capitalizing off of something you have absolutely fucking nothing to do with. And that's my big problem with all these Christianity ghoulie hands. Um, and I'm not anti-Christian. What I am saying is, you Jehovah's Witness can suck my ball sack. That's what I am saying. Um, 
And I purposely don't shave when I see you. I actually want to go to a church nearby. Just to show up to a service and be like, hey, you guys said to come here. What's the hype about? Pitch me why I should fucking join you. And then they'll probably have six grown-ass men, 200 pounds, hold me down and pull an exorcist on me. And next thing you know, the Conjuring 5. Um, <laughs> and I'll start speaking like a demon. Because apparently we all have little demons inside of us. Um, some of us are just willing to act on it more than others. But uh, Hillary don't have to know. Um, <laughs> oh, But yeah. Anyways, enough of my religious gripes. The only reason why I've talked about religion is because these fucking Jehovah's just can't help themselves. Like, goddamn, like, you know, stuff your tampon back in your 80-year-old pussy. I don't even know if you get periods anymore. You probably get like, you know, you know, bloody raccoons down there or some shit. I don't know, crawling out of the dark. Um, <laughs> welcome to New York City, baby. Um, <laughs> your pussy's like New York City. Overpopulated and a lot of smog. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, jitterbug. Which actually jitterbug. The first time I heard Jitterbug, I was probably like 10, 11, 12. And there would be these infomercials of these big phones. Well, it actually weren't even big phones. It was a service that made for old people that don't see well. Which actually, I guess you don't even have to be old to not see well. Because a lot of people, you know, don't see me for who I am. And I'm pretty big. Um, <laughs> but no, it's these, like, they make the text and font super big for people. To be like a text from your grandson. Hey, how you doing? And that's like the text size of it. So think of like Times New Roman, but like font size 78. And like, it's like, hey, Granny Sue's. I'm coming over for graduation. And then they're like, okay. Um, but yeah. No, that's originally with Jitterbug, but apparently, I haven't done any deep research, but I remember a long time ago, I think Jitterbug is actually a dance. I could be wrong, but I remember it was like a dance, it's like, because there's a song in the commercial where it's about the, t- it's like Jitterbug, dun, 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 Jitterbug, I feel like probably the deep meaning behind it, now that I say it, probably has to do someone that's like cracked out on some shit. Because, you know, they get the jitters, and it's like, jitterbug, dun, 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 dun. It's like Afrobeats. Um, next thing you know, you shake the leg, and then it's like, hey, culture. Um, you put your right foot in, you put your left foot out, you put your dick right in, and you shake it all about. All right, I'm a fool. I may be a fool, but I'm so cool, you'll forget that I dive deep in the pool. Even if it's only four feet deep, because I dive head in first. And apparently, cheek exposure is at all-time high. Um, <laughs> it may be humid around here, but, you know, impregnation in this pool is probably, you know, three a year. Um, I'm pretty sure if you did, like, a semen test... Of pools, of public pools, especially at these complexes or neighborhoods. I'm pretty sure at least one baby is produced in a public pool a year in a specific pool. I'm pretty sure if you did like a national survey, I'm just going to throw a random number. I think like 7,000 babies a year were concepted in a pool. You got to think about it. I haven't done the research, but I'm pretty sure... That the most babies are born in like September and October. Because you know when most people get drunk and do dumb shit? New Year's. How long does it take to conceive a baby? One or two weeks, I guess. I'm not a baby expert. I'm not an ob Um, <laughs> I swear to God, the first time I went to ob OBGYN for the novice viewers out there. Um, is when I actually took my mom to OBGYN. You know, she had some medical issue. And I went there. And I'm like, 
why is there nothing but woman in here? And she's like, because it's only something that a woman can be looked at. It's like, oh, so I'm gay. <laughs> you had your 22-year-old son drop you off at the OBGYN. And ever since then, I've been paranoid. And I hope to never have to go to one for the rest of my life. But it's inevitable. Because apparently every woman's vagina has a lot of issues. And I'm not talking about the pH balance specifically. I'm talking about illegitimate children. Um, Which we all are. No children happens on purpose. I don't care what your parents tell you. If anyone plans you as a child, I honestly think they have mental problems. Have you ever seen a child? I only saw a video where a 16-month-year-old child was left at home in Ohio for a week plus so their mom can go to the Caribbean islands and have a good time. And apparently when she came back, she was like, why is my child dehydrated and has piss and feces all over the crib? It's like, well... Typically, that's what babies do when you leave them unattended. Apparently, that baby died. It's actually a true story. Mm-mm-mm. But that's why when I see anyone say I want babies on purpose, I look at that and be like, there's a lot of evidence that says otherwise. Um, some people sell them souls to their job. Some people sell their souls to Christ or, you know, the devil. But. Most people sell their souls when they have kids they never wanted to have. Because I think that exposes your true nature of what true sacrifice is. But anyways, I'm not trying to go down this deep rabbit hole of that. But it is Easter, baby. Actually, it's not Easter. But uh, is it the chicken or the egg? I don't know. But once it cracks in the pan, I could care less. Um... Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. Um, so, you know what they say about Fantastic Four? If it's the rise of the Silver Surfer, how come gold is at an all-time high? <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm such a fool. But you know it's not a fool. One time, me and Hillary went to the peanut gallery. I told her she could plant her pussy on my penis. And then she said, but the doctor just said, I have cancer. And I told her, well, I'm the cure to all your problems because we had a secret deal with China to cure cancer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, Jesus, this will probably get blocked by YouTube now. <laughs> Good thing no one watches enough for anyone to actually report this. <laughs> See, that's the best thing when no one watches shit. You could get away with so much shit. But if I were to get where, if I were to ever get a couple thousand of you, someone would be like, hey, this person just said. <laughs> oh, you could be like Jimmy Carter. Because he used to own a peanut farm. But the only peanut I'd be taking to the farm is the one that I could put a bunch of salt. And apparently salt is good for your pores. And apparently salt is good for your skin. But as I've aged, I realize that you stress me out so much. I don't even give a fuck if you're my kin. Um, (laughs) And why the fuck do you know my pen to my credit card account? Um, (laughs) I remember one time my meme all said, hey... When you come back to the Midwest, just remember that lumberjacks always cut wood. But just remember that when you get a splinter, that remembers because when you were the president, bad times come, but good times stay. And your dad was a piece of shit when he would go, you know, sell honey bunches of votes for you know, a 10% interest rate. Um, but yeah, no, peanuts. 
Oh, Jesus. I'm on a roll like Hamachi. But you know what uh, Drake and uh, Bill Clinton have in common? Both never want to claim their children. Um, we know one has one. I have a hard time believing Bill Clinton with his antics. Does not have a children out there. I'm just sorry. Um, I'm not one to put a conspiracy out there. All I'm saying is, this man has a lot of behaviors that would claim children around the world. Or illegitimate children they don't want to claim. And somehow, he doesn't? You know that guy has a good sperm count. Um, That dude has swimmers stronger than Michael Phelps in his prime. Like, that dude, he could backstroke, frontstroke, midstroke, and have a stroke in the middle of it. And that dude, you know, he's one of those dudes that could be 98 years old. And he will impregnate your girlfriend. Like, that's just the way it is. He might be like, now he might be not awake for half of the incident. But, you know, it will happen. Like, he is a man that has a do-or-die attitude. And that's something I respect to this man. I think that's why I was named after Clinton. If I had to guess. Like, I think I'm more alike to Bill Clinton than, like, Clint Eastwood. Every time growing up, I was like, oh, you're Clint like Clint Eastwood? It's like, yeah, I've never seen a fucking movie of his. But I'll shoot you like Gran Torino, bitch. Like, boom, boom. Um, I don't know if you've seen me on a, you know, a boxing bag. But just so you know, you'll turn into a bag. And under your eyes, I'll put you asleep. And you'll have a lot of bags. Um, But yeah. Um, But no, I do think I'm a lot more like Bill Clinton than anything. Because, you know, we're pretty, like, laid. I wouldn't say I'm laid back. But, uh, (laughs) because I could be pretty, I could be pretty uh, strict about a few things. But, I do think we have a one vision termination about certain things. Now, my termination is not going to result in being the President of the United States. But, it will be a termination. That will be like, man, this dude will get himself in some shit. Um, you know, I attacked the gym like Bill Clinton did Monica. Um, cause man, when he liked it, he just kept fucking it up. Um, (laughs) and the weird thing is apparently they never had sex. It was all oral, kind of like an Advil tablet. He's like, Monica, you remind me of Advil. I consume you all day and you give me that extra strength. I didn't know I had, (laughs) Oh, baby. You're like a pharmaceutical. Because no matter how many pills I get of you, I just want, to, I just want you to swallow me whole. Um, <laughs> uh, Jesus. But yeah. Anyways. But yeah. He's the only one to get impeached. And he never got peach. Um, <laughs> uh that was actually a pretty good one. Um, <laughs> it's like George Bush said in that one press conference. It's like, you you may have got us once, but you won't get us again. And, you know, we, we will. And then he, like, started through the whole speech. And I looked at that. And as you're younger, my parents, they are so, like, they make fun of every political person ever. That's why I never take politics serious. Because you got to look at all these people for what it is. It's all a fucking joke. Um, so every time uh, George Bush would do one of these speeches, it would be must-see television for all the wrong reasons. It would be like, you know, the funny thing is... <laughs> you know, the funny thing. Um, why am I doing a Bill Clinton voice for George Bush? I just can't get out of my head. I'm like Austin Butler when he did that Elvis movie. It's like, you feel real good. I actually don't know the Elvis. But apparently Elvis was actually biracial, supposedly. And apparently, from watching the movie for about 18 minutes before I got annoyed by it. Apparently, Elvis 
was the definition of someone who just copied people's styles. He apparently copied B.B. King and he just added a few hip thrusts to it. Why didn't he fuck Marilyn Monroe? That would make more sense. Like, that would have been the pure power couple. They would have been the Jay-Z and Beyonce of their era. If Elvis and Marilyn Monroe, two pale, dusty, nasty-looking motherfuckers, would have been the power couple of their era. Because the standards were so low back then. But hey, he was a playboy and she was in a playboy. Um, and I would play with girl. I've never understood the whole, you know what's funny is like the playgirl stuff. Playgirl, obviously, it's a magazine or a thing for the ladies to look at nude men. And the only thing I've never understood about it, right, is like seeing a man spread on a fruit table, like on a long dining room table of if I was sitting on the side and just do you want to see the hard dick do you want to see the soft do you want to see a mid soft like what's more attractive when you're late because if you're laying down and the dick's hard it's just pointing straight at you like a machine gun but if it's soft then you see the full picture but you want to kind of like half soft so you know you you know get all the benefits of being as big as you could possibly look. Um, it's kind of like a nice pump at the gym. You'd be surprised how much apparently a pump makes people look at you different. That's what I've learned. Um, but yeah, no. If I was in Playgirl, I would do it for free. I wouldn't even ask for money. Because I'd be like free promo for the pot. Uh, and then I'll put that as my new podcast picture. <laughs> and be like, hey, baby. Look at me. And then my viewership would drop. Um, Because I feel like anyone that would watch this show. Would not be really someone that would be consuming Playgirl. So I don't think I'd be hitting my target audience. But hey. If you put the uh, dartboard on my crutch. You can throw whatever dart you want at it. And hit the bullseye. And next thing you know. Boom. Run like the wind, bullseye. Um, (laughs) Because I'll saddle my horse to your carriage. And like Mulan, I'm like Eddie Murphy is a little dragon. Ooh, Mulan. Um, Actually, I forgot the voice he did. But uh, yeah, Alice is a wonderland. Oh, Jesus. Um, Yeah. So that's... What's going on in this life? But, you know, back to the next level morning. Imagine fucking bragging about how good you are dealing with death or tragedy. Imagine how sad your life is. I mean, maybe this dude works at a fucking funeral home. So it's like, hey, buy some merch 15% off. Or it'll be included in your uncle's death. Um, that would be some fucked up. If like, hey, all 400 people that show for the funeral... Here's a t-shirt. Next level morning. You guys are pros at this. Um, (laughs) uh, I'll take you to the next level. When I'm mourning the death of that poom poom. Um, Sorry, is that too soon soon? I'll take you to the Nick Toon Toon. And like Drake on a Young Thug song. I'll be like Young Slime Life. Nickelodeon. Um, (laughs) Oh... Yeah. But yeah. Um I thought about getting a dog. You know, if I were to get a dog, it'd be like a golden retriever. Cause no matter what I throw, it'll always come back. Even these hands. Um <laughs> Wow, that's just admitted animal abuse. I guess I'm on the Michael Vick path. Um <laughs> Well, that's Atlanta, baby. The Dirty Birds. But I don't know why we're called the Dirty Birds. Why? Who would take part in being a dirty bird? Like, do you take pride in dipping your bird in a shitty toilet? Um, I'm assuming it's because our water is so nasty in the creeks here. Because we just literally had a massive sewage spill in a nearby river. 
actually nearby where I live, and apparently it has caused a lot of havoc in that creek and river where they had to shut down some things. So I guess that's where the birds go when it gets dirty. But I think when someone says they're trying to dirty it up, I think they're just actually trying to fuck someone up. But hey, if you're going to bury a dead body, I guess put them in there. Um, Because they'll, you know, their smell will blend in. Um, But yeah, no, I, I wouldn't put my dog in a sewage river. I don't think so. My dog Skip, and I'll skip that part. Um... Uh, if I were to have 12 kids, I think I would want nine boys and three girls. Because I think the more boys you have, the more you can actually have people that do stuff, you know. Um, you know, if I had nine boys, you know how clean the lawn would look? Mo- you know how clean the lawn would look at all times? Like, I would have these motherfuckers being Scott's lawn care out there. Like, I would never pay for anything. Like, you know, I would give them each $3 each, you know, make them feel like they're doing something. Hey, trust me, paying $3 each to, like, nine boys, 27 bucks every two weeks. Like, you're saving a whole lot of fucking money for them to cut some grass, fertilize, clip some hedges. You know? And then you just... Make sure the wife and the three daughters cook them a nice, hot, nice meal. And don't characterize women in a specific way. And love and appreciate their sisters and their mothers at all times. And appreciate that love and appreciate that family is the most important part of life. I think it's a good trade-off. And you show them that labor that they put in can always be cheaper than when they actually get a job that pays them more. I may be your father, but I'm trying to get the most out of you without paying you shit. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, no, you should never pay your kids a normal good wage. Even when they get older. If they want to work for you, pay them less. Make them go out and get a job that doesn't involve you. Make them get the same job somewhere else that will pay them more. That's true parenting. Pay them as little as possible. Remember like, hey, I brought you into this world. That's half of the thing I ever have to give you. You, you know what? This job that you would get paid 18 hours somewhere else, you're getting paid $7 an hour by me. Tax free, but $7 an hour by me. Because you're my son and I don't give a fuck about what you feel. And that's the best thing they could feel from you. Um, It's... For you to, you know, for them to fear you. And fear that you will never do anything for them. Because that will make them want to do better for themselves. And next thing you know, nine months later, they're going to be in and out of the gym. And you're going to look at them and be like, God damn, when are you turning the Thor? Um, <laughs> and be like, that's why all these whores are trying to be like, hey there, little fella. And I'm like, hey, wait till I have a kid. When my kid is like for the ages of like when I have a child, when my kid is like from the ages of two to 10 years old, I'm just going to dress him up as Thor. That's it. Maybe Wolverine. I was actually Wolverine one year for Halloween. Maybe a couple years. The old Wolverine with the yellow outfit, the actual cartoonish feel. Not this bullshit like, oh, we got all black and he kind of looks like Black Panther with some fucking nails coming out of his hands. Like, no, actual the yellow Wolverine. Where I actually felt like a real cartoon version. I was Wolverine. And I miss those days. And I guess you are what you manifest. Because now I'm an actual savage. Um, Because I'm a savage. Smacker. Booty. Imagine. Shooter. Foot. And Tory Lanez will go to prison for three years. Um, Or whatever he did. Shout out Tory Lanez. Not like shouting out to what he did or allegedly did not do. I'm just saying shout out. You're going to have to do more than just say it. Um, God damn, I love me some drama. Because um, I got the drama Dalai Lama stick my tongue and now she's my hot mama. 
Oh, Jesus, but I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for a good breath mint. Because I pop a breath mint in their mouth and mine. And, uh, shit's getting cool. Cooler than the air conditioning, which apparently, actually, I read an article. I'm kind of contemplating what to do now, because I don't know what the fuck to do. You know, no one gives... And uh, spiders and cockroaches in there keep sipping. And I'm like, Scotty, because I'm too hotty to be pipping these bitches. Just kidding. I don't pimp bitches. I'm a monogamous man who loves the ladies. So, yeah. I think I'm going to cap it off there. Good night, Cap. Uh, but, yeah, that was episode 205 slash 206. I don't fucking know. Whatever episode this is. Of the Off and Me podcast with uh, Clint Nelson. I'm your host, Clint Nelson. Uh, don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell. But most important, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to suck some titties. And yeah. Oh, Jesus. I forgot I'm recording this on uh, July 2nd, 2023. I believe that's the right date, right? Nope, July 3rd. At 7.25 a.m. Eastern. So yeah. Um, enjoy this episode. Whenever the fuck all these episodes come out. I backload all these episodes. Been a busy man. But I promise. A shitload of episodes are coming out this week. So. Enjoy. And I appreciate the support. And yeah. So have a great day. Oh Monica. You trying to. <laughs> Drive up the gas prices with the Saudi and Arabians. Well, we should join Live Golf because it's a swing and a miss on your pissy pom pom.